This podcast is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retailanywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retailanywhere. Hello, and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. Used cars are in hot demand, and a digital platform that helps dealers buy cars off the street? Sounds like a recipe for growth. We'll get into that a little later in the show. First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. Like I said at the top, used vehicles remain a hot commodity, but maybe just maybe, we're starting to see some relief. Auction giant Mannheim reporting that wholesale used vehicle prices slipped last month for the first time since August. Cox Automotive says that its Mannheim used vehicle value index fell 2.1% in February compared with January. The index tracks vehicles sold at Mannheim's U.S. auctions, adjusting for mix, mileage, and seasonality. Despite the decline, February prices remained almost 37% higher than they were a year earlier. Turning to the buy-sell market, Group 1 Automotive has acquired a high-volume Toyota dealership in Texas. The retailer bought Charles Mon Toyota in Austin and renamed the store Toyota of North Austin. Group 1 says the store ranks in the top 20 for Toyota new vehicle sales volume nationally. It is Group 1's 16th Toyota dealership. The retailer ranks fourth on Automotive News' most recent list of top U.S. dealership groups. Let's take a look now at how Russia's invasion of Ukraine is impacting the auto industry. I should start with a correction. I have said before that Stellantis, Volkswagen, and Renault were the only global automakers with factories in Russia. I should have said they were the only European automakers with factories in Russia. In that light, Renault's partner Nissan says it will stop output at its factory in the Russian city of St. Petersburg in the coming days. In addition, the automaker has suspended export of vehicles to Russia. If you were wondering, Toyota also has a factory in St. Petersburg, which it has idled. Continuing with the conflict, Volkswagen has halted production at its home factory in Wolfsburg, Germany this week. The automaker expects the plant to be down for two weeks The move comes as VW has been hit by a shortage of parts that are produced in Ukraine. Workers at the factory build the Golf, Tiguan, and Turan models. VW had originally expected to start the downtime next week, but the supply situation has worsened. VW Group brands Audi and Porsche are also cutting production in Germany due to a lack of parts. And Bloomberg reports that palladium prices have surged to an all-time high. The metal is used in devices that curb pollution from gasoline-powered vehicles. Russia accounts for about 40% of all mined production of palladium. Keep track of all the latest developments on the situation at autonews.com. And in labor news, Cindy Estrada, vice president of the UAW Stellantis Department, will retire at the end of the year. The 53-year-old has spent nearly three decades with the union. Estrada's departure will follow the retirement of Terry Dittus, vice president of the UAW General Motors Department, in July. Estrada and Dittus led bargaining for their respective companies during the 2019 labor contract negotiations. 
And that's the news you need to know. Car Gurus is growing great guns. What's driving all the growth? We'll get into it after this. As online experiences have continued to evolve, it's clear dealers need an approach that will keep them in the business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion. So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online to in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question, and honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To other, it's sales and F&I, and they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach, and then you end up just focusing on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters. With new vehicle production hampered for the past year, Auto dealers have turned their focus to used cars and trucks just so they have something to sell. But getting enough of them is a constant struggle. My guest today, Bruce Thompson, is CEO of Car Offer, which is an automated system for buying used vehicles from other dealers or from the millions of shoppers on CarGurus. If you haven't heard, it's growing and fast. I reached Bruce at his office near Dallas. Bruce Thompson, welcome to Daily Drive. Yeah, thank you much, Jamie. Good to be here. So I think. Our listeners may know that Car Offer is part of Car Gurus and that it was acquired a little more than a year ago and that it's been driving growth and boosting profits for the listings company. Maybe not all of them know all of that. So first, let's make sure we're all clear on what Car Offer is, right? It's, it's a, I read it's an automated instant wholesale vehicle trade platform. Can you break that down for us just a little? Who uses it? How do they use it? Yeah, sure. So we, we actually sold... So 51% of the company of car gurus last January. And uh, so we, we operate pretty much autonomously here. They're phenomenal partners for us, but uh, you know, we're not going anywhere. That's for sure for the next several years. Um, car offer is unlike um, any dealer to dealer, you know, trading platform or auction house that you're probably familiar with or, you know, associated with it. It works much more like the stock market. And so, on our platform, dealers never look at a car or look at photos or manually search lists to, you know, decide what they want to, you know, offer for a vehicle. All those orders are, are, are predetermined and placed with limit orders, um, you know, like you might place a limit order to buy Apple stock in your E-Trade account. And, you know, dealers go in, they can get as granular as they want with the cars that they want, want to acquire all the way down to trims and packages and, and wheel sizes. I mean, uh, just, you know, as detailed as they want to get. And they can have as many rules and strategies set up. They tell us the quantities of those covers that they want to buy, you know, how far they're willing to, you know, pay to have them shipped. 
And then they'll tell us, you know, by a, uh, a variety of different indexes and, and uh, you know, not only indexes, but, uh, you know, we have some of our own algorithms here that we utilize what they're willing to pay for those units. And once those buy orders are in a system, and today we have billions and billions of, of, uh, of buy orders in the system, we take all of our, our dealerships that, that have enrolled in the in the application. So we just announced, uh, I think it was last week that, you know, we surpassed 10,000 uh, rooftops that have enrolled in the, in the platform in, mm -hmm. in the last two and a half years. We take all their internet feeds and uh, it's an automated, to a large degree, an automated platform. We take those internet feeds and we just push those cars through what we call the matrix. And it's going to instantly match the, uh, a VIN number to the highest buyout order in the system. And then it's going to be displayed to, you know, uh, that, that dealer and it's done automatically. So the dealer didn't do anything. He logs into his account. He's going to have millions of dollars of, of live offers that he can see, uh, you know, right there uh, in, in his system. And he can click a button, accept a car and check out like he might on Amazon. And, you know, he's done. So, you know, from a selling perspective, I can always launch one manually at the point of trade, et cetera. But, you know, the bids are and the offers are continually changing 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because I might have a big buyer that, let's say, you know, have a, a Sonic Automotive or, or one of the other big players that wants to buy 10 Tahoes. We're liable, and they're the highest buy order in the system on, on, on a particular Tahoe. Well, their offer is liable to be displayed on 5,000 Tahoes, right? And the first 10 sellers that log into the system and, and click the button, uh, we fulfilled that order. And then the rest of those 5,000 offers would, would instantly drop. And then the next highest, you know, uh, offer in the system will surface on, on the, those Tahoes. And we're going to fulfill that quota. And that's all it's doing all day long, 24 hours a day is fulfilling quotas, right? Just like it would like on a, on a NASDAQ, you know, level two trading screen on the backside, fulfilling quotas all day long. And for our buyers, it's extraordinarily efficient because, you know, I'd never be able to go in and find 5,000 Tahoes uh, and, and, and be able to proxy those 5,000 to get 10 of them. That's just not practical. But with our system and using the technology, that's, uh, you know, that makes it all work. Well, uh, efficient uh, acquisition of, of inventory of vehicles, that's uh, it's really valuable at a time when uh, they're in such short supply. Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, the dealer to dealer platform is just doing phenomenal for us. But, you know, in in all honesty, you know, it was too early for, for, for us to do a deal or for me to do a deal with with uh, car gurus last year. We were a year and a half, 18 months old. But, um, you know, I really couldn't pass up the opportunity they get about 28 million consumers that that come to their website on a monthly basis and and so what we've done now is called instant max cash offer but we're simply pointing that pie uh box if you will all those buy orders now at consumers and so we're creating a brand new consumer channel really for the average dealer uh that He's going to have a hard time competing with some of the, the super retailers out there that have, you know, national presence and, and marketing spend. 
But with, with this platform, we level that playing field. And, you know, consumer can go to car gurus, um, launch their car. Uh, we're going to give them an offer in a few seconds, and we'll pick that car up with the white glove service, pay that consumer. And then those cars are all going to be fed right back to our dealer partners. And, you know, uh, launched it about 90 days ago. Uh, you know, we just... Um, are, get, are getting rolling with it. Just rolled out California last week, but we anticipate we're going to be able to do, you know, tens of thousands of cars, um, you know, here in the next, in the next uh, foreseeable future. Well, that's just been, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember we wrote in the summer, you were just rolling it out in Texas and Florida and Massachusetts. That's correct. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. must not have taken very long before you realized it was working. It has gone much, much quicker than any of us anticipated. And, um, you know, it's a complicated process and you, you, you have to, I mean, you're validating paperwork, you're validating titles, you got to get powers of attorney, you, you know, all those documents have to be uploaded, you have to pay off, you know, uh, uh, liens that are out there. And then you have to coordinate with that consumer, we got to go pick up that car, we got to make sure that experience is, is world class. Um, we've got to instantly pay that consumer. And then, you know, once we've done that, you know, that's kind of the heavy lifting, but it, that sounds easy for me to say it, but, you know, I, I walk in there with your other departments and, you know, customers have questions and, and, you know, you have to have title clerks that validate titles and paperwork and, you know, it, um, it's complicated, but we, we've got it dialed in and we're comfortable now. And we're ready to really pin, pin our ears back here and, uh, you know, go do some sort of significant volume here, you know, at the balance of the year. Well, the growth statistics uh, so far are, are pretty amazing. Uh, you mentioned the 10,000 rooftops. I think uh, CarGuru's CEO, uh, Jason uh, Trevison, said that was almost triple what it was at the, in the first quarter uh, when the deal happened. He also said that in the fourth quarter, car offer generated almost $180 million in revenue, uh, which he said was growth of more than 1,000% since the acquisition in the first quarter. So 1,000% is bigger than 200%. (laughs) So you're just just adding customers. You're also doing more business with them. Is that... that For me, it's like... Sometimes you you catch lightning in a bottle and, you know, um, we certainly can't take all the credit here. Our partners up with our gurus have been phenomenal for us, but the growth has just been staggering. And and I say that in all, you know, I mean, our team here is, has just done a phenomenal job. We've, we've gone from about 100 employees this time last year to right at 400 employees today. Mm-hmm. Um First quarter last year, we did about $16 million of, of, of revenue, we, and we lost about $600,000 in the quarter. And in the fourth quarter, you know, like you said, we did right at $180 million and, and posted about $34, $35 million of, of EBITDA profit. So, and then we, we, you know, the optimism is, right, the momentum's still there, as, our, you know, as indicated with our guidance here for the first quarter, but, um, it's been something else. It really has. And it's been exciting to be a part of. And, and uh, you know, hey, we're always going to be partners with our dealers. Um, 
we wouldn't be here with, without them. And what we're trying to do here, I think they really grasp, um, you know, COVID, when COVID hit, we were, you know, scared to death, didn't know what was going to happen, but it ended up playing right into our hands as dealers were looking for alternative ways to, to, to source and liquidate inventory, particularly source. Uh, mm-hmm. Once they get on it, Jamie, it, um, they love it. And, um, you know, it, it's become, you know, the first instant liquidity, you know, for, for vehicles, you know, in, in, in the world or in the country. I mean, you, you get instant liquidity <laughs> that the offers are binding and, you know, cars are commodity, just like a stock. And, and um, you know, that's the way she's working. So is the, have you just, do you feel like you scaled to the point where you're just going to be steadily profitable? Or is that somewhat driven by the the super high demand currently? I mean, if supply returns to normal, hopefully when supply <laughs> returns yeah. to normal, uh, will, will you still be profitable then, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're on a trajectory now. Um, you know, with the consumer, that's, you think about consumer, that's an unlimited, that's a brilliant unlimited supply of, of cars. And and consumers aren't nearly as uh, sensitive to, to price adjustments, you know, as dealers are. So, you know, from, from my perspective, I've always thought the consumer business will ultimately dwarf the dealer to dealer business. And that's a good thing, right? Because the dealers are, you know, one side of that transaction. But, but um, you know, as we roll that out, I mean, I look at some of the players out there today that are buying 40, 50,000 you know, uh, uh, a cars a month. I think. I think. Um, you know, even a car max is is um, close to a hundred thousand, if not more than that, on a monthly basis. So it gives us plenty of room there, right, uh, to grow and ramp this thing. And then, from my perspective, you know, what goes up, what comes down. At some point, you're going to have to have parity that that a used car in relationship or ratio to a new car. That that ratio. It's going to come back in line as soon as we get you know supply of new cars back online. Whether that's a, a precipitous drop in prices that's going to you know take the market you know a good ninety days to adjust, or whether it's a, a gradual de- decline, which I, I, I more anticipate. Um, you know we're a marketplace at the end of the day, and you know we shouldn't really care what what the prices of cars are because we're we're helping dealers liquidate or, or buy whatever the needs are at the point in time. So uh, we're excited about the future, excited about the trajectory and just anticipate continued growth. So Bruce, uh, you and I met at NADA a couple of years ago, two years and a month ago. And uh, are you heading back? Uh, are you heading there this week? Yeah. You know, we have, we, we don't have a big booth presence out there. I think we, we have a couple of folks that are going to be in, in the car gurus uh, booth. I'm going out on Friday uh, just to have some meetings out there with a lot of folks, but, uh, you know, we've been, we've been consistently enrolling about 600 rooftops a month and, and we just got our hands full, right. With the sales team. And so uh, we anticipate being out there next year in a big way. And, and, uh, so happy that, you know, NADA is back. I mean, you and I were talking before we got on this thing, I think it's been uh, two years ago since, you know, our industry was able to really get together. So we're excited to get out there and, shake hands and, and, and see everyone. Should be good. Thank you, Bruce. Great to hear from you. Absolutely. Thank you, Jamie. Have a great day. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. 
You can get all the news on the used car market, the NADA show, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Thanks to Nathan Kadick for editing today's show. Thanks to the ANTV team and web editor Victor Galvin for their help. And thanks to you for listening and making this show part of your workday routine. Now, let's all get back to work.